Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunt. Dear, are you awake? Oh, no. Well, wake up. I think we should have started home yesterday. I think a storm is coming up. Listen to that wind. No, it just sounds worse than it is. We're farther north, you know. The wind sweeps in over the lake. There's nothing to break it, and then it hits the pine trees all around us. You know, I kind of like the sound of it. I don't. Oh, come on, eh? Let's sleep a little longer, huh? I don't have to get back home today. You know, Cranshaw said I could take a week off to go duck hunting, and we didn't leave till last Wednesday. Well, we had three days of sitting in a duck blind freezing, and that's enough for me. (laughs) I'd like to get on home. You know, it isn't fair to leave Aunt Effie to manage everything. Two children. Oh, honey, Aunt Effie loves it. Haven't you had a good time, really? (laughs) Yes, I I have. I'll, I'll admit it. It's been an experience anyway. Uh-huh. However, I, I really will be glad to get home. I told you, I, I'm afraid I'm not really the pioneer type, dear. <laughs> Roughing it in a drafty cabin in December with no running water and no electricity and trying to cook meals on a broken-down wood-burning stove. Oh, yeah, I <laughs> know. I better start, too. Hasn't it been fun just to, well, you know, get away from civilization for a few days? Uh-huh. And it hasn't been wonderful to enjoy the peace and quiet of the woods and appreciate the beauties of Mother Nature? <laughs> yes, it has mm-hmm. been. Mm-hmm. However, that is Mother Nature howling outside, and I can't even see out the cabin. Windows are all frosted up. Yeah, well, I'll get up and build a fire in the fireplace and get the stove going, too. Oh, I must say, it doesn't seem as cold in here as it has. What's the matter? This isn't frost on these windows. I wondered why it was, why it was so dark in here for 8 o'clock in the morning. This is that's snow. What snow? Piled up against the window outside. Good heavens, do, do you think this could be a blizzard? Oh, no, honey. You get up and get dressed. I'll start packing and let's get out of here. Did the car start? Dear, can you hear me? Uh, Can you get the 
car started. Shall I stop bringing things out? Well, if you get back inside now, boy, you catch cold. Oh, boy. Oh. Does it start? Boy, what a wind. Go on, get goes. back inside the cabin. Oh. Oh. Oh, well, will, 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 will the car start? Uh, well, <laughs> now look, there's nothing to get alarmed about, but I'd, I'd say that we're sort of snowed in. Snowed in? Well, what do you mean? Well, you saw for yourself the drifts that piled up around the cabin during the night. Well, it's up to the roof on that side, and the road to the cabin's bad enough in good weather. I can't even find it now. What do we do? Do? Nothing. Sit it out, that's all. Now, look, the game warden knows that we're here. As soon as the storm dies down, he'll send a snowplow around to get us out. <laughs> Any hot coffee? Yes, yes, I'll pour you some, dear. All right. Well, kind of exciting, huh? <laughs> yes, I guess so. Huh? Sure, nothing we can do about it anyhow. No. Might just as well relax and not worry. Yeah. Aunt Effie's managing things at home. Cranshaw doesn't expect me back to work today anyhow, so we'll just sit here in front of the fire and toast marshmallows. <laughs> Got any left? Yes, I, I think so. Toast marshmallows and we'll reminisce about our trip to Europe. Now we'll have a fine time just sitting in front of the fire, huh? What fire? Huh? Well, don't you think we ought to face a few facts, dear? Well, look, I found a lot of dry wood yesterday. What's the matter with all that? For three days? Three days? Here, I grew up in Minnesota, and I know a three-day blizzard when I see three one. Three days? Oh, yes, three nonsense. days. This thing will be over by noon, three days. Well, there's no sense getting alarmed about it, as you said. Well, no, something. no, but I'm... Well, I mean, I just thought we ought to take stock of what we have. Look over the wood situation, the food situation, you know, oh, and see well, what we... Oh, sure. As you said, it is kind of exciting, <laughs> but we <laughs> yeah. do, you know... Like the Swiss family Robinson be kind of a challenge to our ingenuity, huh? Yes, it will Now, look, be, first huh? of all, you line up the food we have left. See, let's look it over, and I'll start rationing the wood that we have left. Now, this one big piece ought to have burned quite a while. Well, the food we have left is right here on the table. I was just getting ready to pack it up. Yeah. Well, look, tell me what we've got while I ration this wood here. Salt and pepper, horseradish sauce, ketchup. No, no, I mean, tell me what food we've got. I am. Well, you don't look at me like that. You told me when we left home we'd only stay until Saturday. As it is, I'd stretched what we had over yesterday and this morning. Horseradish and... sauce? That's the food we've got? No, we have a few marshmallows, a bottle of cooking oil, paper towels, paper napkins, mayonnaise, and there's some flour left over, but we have no eggs and no milk. What is that? Oh, yes, paprika. Caught in a three-day blizzard with horseradish sauce and paprika. Well, we've got the duck you shot on Friday. We could call him out and eat that. We are not eating the duck. I bet Fred Beitner ten dollars I'd shoot something. And by golly, I'm going home with that duck. Well, now look, it seems to me that all the times we've gone camping, when I told you a hundred times, always, always bring along an extra box of food for emergencies, always. I did. You did? Well, where is it? In the corner there. What? Well, oh, I mean, well, why didn't you say so? Honest to Pete. Uh, Darlington, I just sense the humor is a little bit... Well, I mean, here we are, 30 miles from the nearest town. We're snowed in, no telephone. Without food, we'd, we could be in a very serious situation. Now, all right, now let's, let's see what we got here. What is it? Is it soup? No. Dog food? Bow Wow dog food? A taste of it, so we won't starve. Bow Wow dog food? I wasn't going to say anything, but you're the one who brought it. I told you to take the box that was on the kitchen table... As usual, you didn't listen. You were in such a hurry, and you swooped that up, apparently, from the oh, floor. Well, as you said, we won't starve. <laughs> listen, as long as we can still laugh about things, we're all right. Well, huh? I'm, not, you're, I'm not really worried. Oh, well, no, I mean, there's nothing really to worry about. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I've 
just wondering what... What? Well, do you realize Aunt Effie doesn't even know exactly where we are? Well, she certainly knows we came up here to Moose Lake. No, she doesn't. I didn't even know the name of it myself. You just said we were going to drive up and stay in a cabin that belonged to some friend of Mr. Cranshaw's. And I didn't even ask her where it was. You said there was no telephone, so I knew Aunt Effie couldn't reach us anyhow. What if Betsy or Bobby are sick? Look, now don't start making up things to worry about for Pete's sake. we got enough right here to think about. Look, I am sure they're not sick, and even if they are, they can get to a doctor. Well, they're better off than we are. What do you mean by that? Well, nothing, nothing. Don't you feel well? Yes, of course, I just meant... Well, supposing one of us should suddenly get appendicitis. Oh, yes. Well, this certainly ought to teach us a lesson, never to go away without telling people exactly where we're going. It's dangerous. It really is to come to such an isolated place, you yeah, know. Look, I, uh, I think I'll go out and turn on the car radio and see if I can get any news or weather. Look, where is that long rope? I better tie it on the door so I can follow it back, you know. It's easy to lose your way in a blizzard. What would we do if you got appendicitis? Oh, look, don't think about it now. Suppose I pack snow against your side. Maybe I could make a stretcher out of a pine branch and drag you through the snow to a doctor. Thirty miles? When the blizzard died down, maybe I could trample out a big SOS in the snow and a passing airplane might oh, see it. Oh, look, will you stop talking well? about it? My side's beginning to ache just thinking about it. Why you have to start getting so dramatic? I, I only when it occurred that... to me that you told the game warden we were leaving yesterday. He won't know we're still here to send the snowplow. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I did tell him that. We should never have come duck hunting this late. Never. Well, we never. did. So that's that, and here we are. So let's just hope the dog food holds out until somebody gets the bright idea that we're missing and rescues us. Well, I'm not going to eat dog food unless I have to. We'll eat your duck first. We are not eating my duck. I am taking that duck home to show Fred. We're not eating my duck. Taking the duck home to show Fred? We, we may never even see Fred again. Fred, we may even, never see our families, our children. And we're not at... eating my duck. It's the first one I ever shot, and we're not eating it. Is that all you can think about, your precious duck? Yes. No, I'll... Golly, I don't even know what we're talking about. Why are we yelling at each other? Oh, honey, I'm sorry. Of course, of course we'll eat the no, duck. I, 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 I don't really want it anyway. I never liked that wild, gamey flavor. I'm sorry. When Just when you said we're not eating my duck in that sort of stubborn cold way, I just got a picture of us marooned here for weeks with our dog food gone. We're famished, and you sitting in the corner needing a shave and... Hugging that duck to you. <laughs> well, when people starve to death day by day, like on a raft at sea, they get to hate each other, steal food from each other, do things they'd never do normally. Self-preservation is supposed to be the strongest urge of all. Yeah, well, sweetheart, I don't think we'd get to hate each other. I love you. In any emergency, anything I had, I would share with you. Well, isn't this an emergency? Yeah, when I said I don't like dog food... Let's eat your duck first. You just looked at me coldly and said, We are not eating my duck. Oh, well. Where are you going? Don't go out, dear. It's worse than ever. Honey, I just told you, out to the car. Now you hang on to this end of the rope so I can find my way back. Oh, boy, I can't even see the yeah, car. Wait a minute. Dear, come back. Dear, I dropped the end of the rope. Now, 
No, no, no. Look, I'm back. I'm back. I'm safe. No, so... I'm just so worried about you. End of the rope just slipped out of my hand before I could tie it to the door. You know, and you were gone so Yeah, long. well, I was just trying to get some weather and news on the car radio, honey. I just couldn't get a thing. All I could think about was that if anything happened to you, and I never saw you again, I'd, I'd remember that our last conversation was just a quarrel about you. Darned old duck. Yeah, oh, honey, look, I just wanted to show it to Fred, that's all. He's always telling me I can't hit the broad side of a barn, and at last I got one. I know, darling, I was awful to make so much of it. Of course you do. And we've got ketchup and horseradish, so maybe the dog food won't be so bad. <laughs> sure. Flavored with that. Look, there's nothing wrong with dog food anyhow, you know. No, I guess not. Well, I'm so glad you're safe, darling. I thought if he gets lost in this blizzard, I will be... Hey, Morton. You folks are right in there. Oh, it's a game, Morton. Just come in. 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 Just checking in all the cabins yes. around. I, I can't stay. They're all pretty isolated, uh-huh. and I've got a lot of territory to cover. You folks need anything, or is everything all right? Oh, yes. Fine, Fine, thanks. Yes. Well, that's good. Sort of a little low on supplies. You oh, can oh, oh well, uh-huh. I'll bring in some. Snowplow will be through here about 4 o'clock. Well, aren't you afraid you get lost going around in this blizzard? Hmm? Blizzard? <laughs> Why, this is just a little snow flurry. I've been doing this for 30 years. I just get out my snowshoes and start going. There's always some duck hunters who stay a little too long. They want to enjoy the beauties of nature, and first thing you know, along comes a little snow flurry. They get marooned, and <laughs> they get panicky. Oh, yeah, well, not us. No. We, we yeah. didn't worry, not at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah? Well, most of them do. Nothing like a little emergency to make people appreciate just being alive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so when the storm starts, I give them about a half a day to think about it, and then I come around, knock on the door, and... Most people are pretty glad to see me. (laughs) Well, I'll bring you in some supplies. Something to go with that horseradish you got there on the table. (laughs) Oh, boy. The game warden is certainly a homespun philosopher. Well, he's right. Although I wouldn't say we were panicky. You know, I mean, we thought about it. I think it's quite normal to suddenly decide you prefer to eat dog food. (laughs) Oh, honey. Oh, boy, I'll be glad to get home. This has been some duck hunting trip. What makes a Lowell Thomas? Keen News Sense plus colorful reporting flair plus intimate acquaintance with most scenes where news is made. Monday through Friday evening, hear Lowell Thomas reporting the news, a prime product from CBS News on CBS Radio. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Leon Jenny and is directed by Dick Stenta, produced by Walter Hart. Mm-hmm.